Welcome to the CareerCast podcast, where each week we bring you industry-tested resources and strategies to help you find your professional purpose and to build an evolving career. Every Friday on this show, high-performing professionals, artists, entrepreneurs and more will answer your questions on how to build yourself, gain skills and create career-pivoting experiences. Hello and welcome back. I'm Srivats. And today is in the fourth episode of the Career Cast. We're going to be diving into something rather different. Last week we talked to Sri Purna about sports, but today we want to talk about visuals and more importantly, photography. Whether you consume news on social media, news apps, or TV channels, there's one fundamental thing you can't miss: visuals. As of 2020, 84% of communication is visual. So there's no denying it's a very important aspect of the way we do things today. and if you're wondering who's responsible for these there are people behind the scenes whose job it is to go out there and get these visuals for us and we're going to talk to one of them today his name is navin kumar or as we call him macro and he's a photographer so welcome navin thank you shivas thank you for the introduction hello everyone yeah so um, you know we'll just dive straight in and i want to first ask you about how you decided to pursue photography like we've seen your work on instagram and and you're quite a popular photographer right but you know what kick started the thought and said okay i'm going to get into photography ah uh, honestly like whenever someone asks this question to myself and even if when, when even when i ask this to myself i don't have like a definite answer because i have no background like in photography uh, or 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 like any such field for example like i come from a family which is like mostly farmers uh, and my father is like a, a, a government employee so like i have zero background like from my family i got like zero exposure to like something like this generally like people pick arts because of the family background or something something but i don't know like when i was in school uh, i was uh, honestly like never interested in textbooks and around 10 9th or 10th standard uh i saw this movie uh, uh it's called the bang bang club it's 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 a real story about uh, four four journalists uh, from south africa and uh, two of them got a uh, pulitzer prize uh, uh, which is in sport news photography which is like the biggest prize you can get as a as a four journalist and i saw the movie and like oh wow this is something interesting I, like before that i had no idea there's there's something called photojournalism uh, i mean like it, it was very really, like new and like unique to me so i saw that movie and then i remember one of my friend uh, went uh, somewhere abroad to to meet their relatives like um, kevin he he's a childhood friend and he's a neighbor in delhi and when he came back uh, you know generally when people go abroad they bring these electronics uh, like from outside and he came back with a sony uh, cybershot camera and like i i started borrowing it from him and i started clicking like random random pictures you know rocks leaves or i don't know and and i and i remember very vividly this one time we were playing cricket uh, in our society's uh, 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 parking and i think it rained the uh, other day and so there was this puddle and uh, i was waiting for my like batting so i was just chilling on the sides and i had a ball so i asked one of my friend to just drop the ball in the puddle and i'll try to click a picture and the friend dropped the ball in the puddle and in the one one go like when you drop something in the water that splash comes out right and i clicked the picture in one go and i saw it on the screen and i got so excited i went running to the, to my friend kevin is like dude check this check this and both of us got so excited so i don't know i think that that was the starting i somewhere i felt okay this is something like i can do like uh, and because of the uh, movie i 
realize that this has value, right? I can do something with this, like photojournalism is a field, it's, it's a proper job, it's, 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 it's something interesting. So I think that's how it started. Like, I don't know, it's, it's still a very vague answer, but uh, that's how it happened. And then I think I started like uh, posting pictures on Facebook and my like classmates started noticing it and they started appreciating me. So I felt good. Like before that, I don't think I ever felt appreciated. Like I was always an average student, like, like not like average in sports, average in class. Like I was always like in the background, right? So it felt good. Like people started appreciating me and I found, I guess my medium to express myself. So that's how it started. I think that's fantastic because clearly what you've said is you had a passion and an eye uh, for this right from very young age. And, and that's one thing. But with photography, a lot of it comes down to skill and technical know-how as well, right? Because it's easy to click a photo, but to click a really, really good photo, you need to understand a lot of the techniques and physics behind photography. Uh, so where did you get that knowledge from? Was that something you taught yourself or was it something you acquired through a particular university course or something? I mean internet is the bible these days so i learned everything on my own like i've always been a very curious kid and like i've always been very uh, i always get very excited uh, when i get something like mechanical in my ha hand or, or electronics so i guess I, I started experimenting a lot uh, like you know i started learning about different kinds of photography through internet everything like self self taught and self learned and i have done every genre of photography that is there like fashion macro wildlife i don't know like everything documentary weddings i still do weddings sometimes and events and every genre that you can think of in photography i have done it all and and uh, that's how i see it like i've always been i always believe that it's really really important for you to have your basics strong in any field not just photography so i think i've always believed in that and and i still play with my camera a lot like i i uh, now i am a documentary photographer like that is uh, the most uh, i focus on like as work but apart from that a lot of things that I never post on social media, I experiment a lot with my camera. It's, it's like a, it's like a tool for me. Right. Yeah. Interesting. You say that because I mean, okay, it's great that you got this from the internet. Um, but okay, let's focus on the shift to the professional side of things. Like, you know, I think a lot of people when you look at Instagram today, they call themselves photographers and they put up photos, but how do you turn that kind of a passion and skill into something professional? And, you know, how do you stand out from other people, especially today when you have social media where everyone's a photographer and everyone's a journalist? Uh, I think that's something that really hard to figure out and no one can teach you that. Uh, like I have always, uh, so I have always struggled with that fact that social media has become like a very strong thing. Uh, in 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 our life, like uh, someone who creates digital content, and I think it's a two-sided sword, which which can be more like both like positive and negative. It can destroy you, also it can destroy your identity as an artist. You can lose yourself in that in that in that storm, and I think because of that, uh, I don't know. I, I've always uh, been like I've always tried to stay true to myself when it comes to that, uh, like constantly trying to learn and unlearn uh, because you know i mean social media is very very manipulative it can really really like put you in a dark space so i think it's really important to know who you are and stick to it no matter what so like there was a time when i was struggling so i am naturally not good at social media right like it it, it requires a natural uh, instinct a natural skill to be good at social media not everyone some, yeah. some, some people are naturally good at it, for some people it's a struggle. 
and I'm on the other spectrum. It has always been a struggle for me to like be active on social media and like constantly turning out uh, content. It gets very exhausting for me. So I don't know. Yeah. So there was this time that I used to have these conversations with myself, like, uh, am I going to not succeed because I'm not good at social media? And I think then over the years now, I'm in a space where I realized that it's okay. Social media is just a platform. I that should not define my success, right? So now, like, I focus more on uh, offline projects and like less on social media, and just I, I just use it as a platform where I can just express myself and like just experiment and not worry about the numbers and algorithms and all that stuff. It's 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 a deep dark hole that I always try not to fall in. No, that's that's very interesting. You say that because I, I think a lot of us acknowledge we know it's true somewhere inside. But yeah. then we're also very addicted to social media, and we kind of view it as a as a lifeline. Yeah. Uh, but you know, like, okay, since you don't go to social media as a professional tool, then how do you find gigs? Like, where else do you go and and you know find out jobs that uh, you are you might be interested in doing or you need to do? Because at the end of the day, this is still something that you make money from, right? Absolutely. So how does that work? Absolutely. I mean, it has been a struggle uh, like throughout the years, but I have realized, like, for me personally, why it has worked is. one like i believe like life is like you know that painting that we used to do uh, as kids like there are these dots and you draw a line and something the final picture will come up after the dots so i believe like life is like connecting the dots and i never shy to say yes to different things like so as i told you earlier i do a lot of stuff right like i i try to keep myself open like i i approach work like very open mindedly and because of this throughout my life like it has happened that someone will come to me with some project and and i'll i'll feel like instantly okay this is good and i'll say yes even if the money is not good i'll do it and i don't know months later years later that will open up some other window so and it's a process right it takes time it takes time for this to build so i think now uh, i think i have been like working professionally and by professionally i mean like started running with with my uh, photography or video Uh, like with my camera i think it's been more than i don't know 5 6 years and now in in that space that all of that saying yes to different things uh, meeting new people uh, it kept opening new doors uh, and uh, and i think social media interestingly now that you now that i'm talking about it and thinking that interestingly social media had a very small role in that uh, yeah it has more been uh, like references from the people that i have worked for uh, references from the people that uh, i have done the gigs for organizations people like ngos i don't know like i i, I do a lot of pro bono work also for ngos uh, i i i i um, volunteered for this organization called make a difference mad for two years through, uh, during my college and that literally changed my life because of the people i met there so yeah i mean <laughs> it's, it's again i know someone listening will be like ah too ideal and all of that but but that's the truth of like for me like i don't think i have got much work from social media i have uh, got some leads from there for sure but not really like uh, and that's why if you see on my instagram i uh, hardly ever post my commercial uh, work there and whatever i post on instagram is like just 10% i do so much uh, apart from that like commercially and like commercial work and all of that so yeah i guess that's uh, what that's the like reality for me that uh, the door kept opening doors kept opening throughout the years and and as long as you are doing good work honestly and i believe uh, and as uh, i say this to everyone that whenever people say that there is a lot of competition i always say that 
uh, no, there's no competition. There's just, uh, I don't know the exact English translation. It's like just sort of bheed hai, talent nahi hai. Right. You know, it's just, hmm. it's just saturated with the crowd. The, the, the industry is saturated with the crowd. Not everyone is truly talented. So if you are ex- experienced with your work, if you are true with your work, you will be appreciated. Hmm. You will be appreciated. Right. That's, that's interesting to say that because, yeah, I mean, see, I go back to Instagram a lot because again, I'm sort of an amateur photographer. Like I just, uh, my entire Instagram page is now basically just photos that I click. Uh, so uh, for someone like me, I don't have a professional camera. I just use my phone and, and that's it. Right. And there are so many people who do that today. Are you as a professional photographer ever concerned that one day you're going to be replaced by, you know, smartphones and, and easy to access uh, tools? Or do you feel like, no, there's, there's still space for a professional photographer with a DSLR and all the accompaniments? Uh, I think we need to separate a tool from the skill. Like camera is just a tool. Uh, I'm, I'm so happy that mobile phones has such powerful cameras these days. And I use my phone camera all the time. And, and I have never felt uh, attacked or, or, or like I never felt uh, uneasy about the fact that everyone is carrying such a powerful camera in their hand. So they're, they're just carrying a powerful tool in their hand. But how do you use it? Right? right. It's, it's, it's an all different like ball game. Uh, it's like in an F1 race, the person who comes last, you give them Hamilton's car and do you think they will come first? No, not at all. Mm. So it's, 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 that's not the truth, right? And uh, I, I shared something on these lines on Instagram, I think a few days back, that, that the actual skill here is to observe the world, right? And, mm. and, and, and process it and, and analyze it, right? So I, a lot of time, the problem that I see, uh, so uh, I worked in the newspaper also for like around eight months and I left that job after that. And I realized that people forget that photojournalism, it's photojournalism, 50 part, 50% of it is journalism, right? right yeah. Photo is just first half. You have to be a journalist also to become a good photojournalist. And same goes for documentary photography also. You have to be a good observer of the world around you, society, politics, economics. It's, 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 you, you have to have the knowledge, right? You have to read, you have to read the news, you have to read the books. To talk to people there's so much involved to be able to to be like there's so much involved for me to be able to even in a position to document something truly because i need to have to understand what's going on and that understanding doesn't come with the camera yeah it, it comes from the person behind it so yeah yeah, that's very beautiful because I think, yeah, um, I haven't been to any uh, deep conflict zones or any of, uh, you were at the Delhi protests, right? I think that was very interesting because I saw some of your photos from there and um, how did you, how did you go about doing those kind of things? Did you get someone come and tell you, see, Navin, we want you to cover this or did you just decide, no, I'm going to go and cover it? No, I was working as a, uh, so I had already left my job uh, by then and I was just, uh, I was just sitting at my home and uh, I was uh, like following the news that uh, you know, farmers are coming, they reach Punjab, Haryana border, and then they, and the news are coming that they're about to reach Delhi border. And I was like, yeah, let's go. Like, this is, this is, this is something that needs to be documented. Right. And, and interestingly, uh, like even before I joined my job as a photojournalist journalist in the newspaper, if I go back like four or five years ago, 
I have always been covering protests in Delhi mm-hmm. for no one, like just for myself, like not not as an assignment. Uh, I maybe I used to post them on Instagram or maybe not, just for myself. It was always interesting. It was always a good practice for me, and like I always got excited. Okay, like something is happening, and I need to go there and document it. It's it's like so uh, this other other day I was listening a podcast by someone, and this guy, uh, this person was. Um, I think at Gulzar Saab's house uh, in Mumbai, and if I'm correct, I might be wrong about the facts. But but the point was that uh, uh, Gulzar Saab was writing every day. The person asked him, "What are you working on? Mm-hmm. Like, is, is it some new script or new something something?" something? And I was like, "No, I'm a writer. I must write every day." Right. You know, and that's how it started. The passion. I was passionate as a documentary photographer, as a photojournalist, and I always used to just go and do it, just document it in from my point of view. because i felt connected i felt like yes this is my this is my purpose like this is my passion this is i need to do it so same thing happened with farm protest i was there the first day they reached and luckily uh, singhu border is like 15 minutes drive from my place in delhi like right. so i just picked my bike reached there and i was there like when they when they came the uh, tear gas and everything and like stone building and all of that happened and i was there so i don't know like it just happened like because i just try to be there if i can be that's mm-hmm. that's that's it like it's like someone uh, uh, it's a very famous quote i think uh, uh, i don't know from which for journalist or journalist that half half the job is done when you are at the location right yeah first you have to be there <laughs> then only you will be able to document it right exactly that's so people true. fail in just that they are just not at the spot Yeah. Yeah. So I think from what I understand now, you're telling me that there are two key things here to become a photojournalist. One is you need to have the ability to you know promote your own self by saying I need to do this. You need to take that initiative and say you need to get out there. It's not about the money or that you have a job, but you just need to go out there and do it. And two is you definitely need to have the skill for for the job, right? Um, and I think it's great that you've also covered that the tool is not the problem. Whether you're on a DSLR or a smartphone, it doesn't really matter. so that kind of really wraps up everything that i've wanted to get out of this conversation um so maybe before we close uh, if anyone who's listening to this podcast wants to get into photojournalism right um so what would your advice to them be ah uh, so like even when i was in that phase you know uh, literally like sending random texts to uh, for journalists on instagram asking them if i can ac- accompany them to learn or or get an internship somewhere 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 like i was like desperate i was surprised that a lot of people who were already in the industry used to say why why do you want to do this like there's nothing here no scope no money and like the life is like this crazy the work culture is crazy and everything 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 no one said anything positive and i think i want to i will not do that here because that's not the truth If you truly want to become a photojournalist, if you truly want to become a documentary photographer, yes, it's a hard job. Uh, all I want to say to them uh, is that do it, because we need more people in this field. As I said earlier, there's only a crowd. There's there's a there's a lack of people who are actually genuinely uh, uh, like uh, sensitive enough to be able to document something properly. You know, like as a journalist. and we need more people who understand uh, like more uh, social structures more political structures around them who understands life around them basically mm-hmm. so if you are someone who understands life around yourself please just 
get into it learn internet is has everything today learn make your portfolio your portfolio is going to be the most important document ever no one asked for my uh, university degree when i got the job the only thing they saw was my portfolio and there was uh, and because of that portfolio i got the job and i remember very vividly i joined i got the offer letter and after a week hr comes to my desk can you please give me your degree i have to do some formalities so yeah in this field it's all about your work just do good work and i can assure you 100% that you will get the opportunity if you have if you are doing good work honestly yeah mm. that, that's it right yeah i think that was very eye opening for sure um because uh, all the people that we've interviewed so far have kind of talked about you know you need to do this kind of degree or this have this skill set but i think you've approached this entire thing from a very different angle almost a 360 degree turn <laughs> so that was very eye opening uh, and thank you navin for your time I, um, you. i'm sure our listeners would have also learned something extremely valuable definitely um, i hope so great so yeah thank you for joining us